Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Doozy Days podcast. I am your host, Miranda Narduzzi, and this is another segment where I interviewed a person, and that person is Daniel Pryor. And Daniel Pryor shared one very great quote from somebody we both admire, uh, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. And that quote is, focus, follow one course until success. Daniel talks about why it's important to persevere through one big major task until you reach that point of success, the importance of perseverance and um, how being plant-based actually helped him recover quicker and uh, so much more. We talk about tons of stuff and he even goes in to explain a little bit about his course that he has launching in March 2021. So you don't want to miss this episode. Get ready for some awesome value that he's uh, brought to brought to the podcast. So really excited about this episode and uh, yeah, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss another one and If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review. That would help me immensely reach more people with this content. So that's all for now, and I will catch you on the flip. All right, guys. It's Miranda here. Welcome to the Doozy Days podcast. And I have a good friend of mine, Dan. Uh, We met last year in a marketing course that we took together. And Dan is a super cool guy. Um, We are both vegans and we are both super passionate about passions and like, just like following your dreams and just getting stuff done, uh, no matter, you know, what cost kind of it comes at, you know, you you just gotta keep on going. So here's Dan. Um, I'm just going to send the mic off to him really quickly so he can introduce himself Uh, and the interesting things about him. All right. Well, thanks, Miranda, for having me. This is super cool. Um, This is actually my very first podcast that I've been on. So uh, win, that's a win there. Um, So I'm Dan, and I'm actually an elementary school teacher. Um, I've taught uh, fourth grade. Actually, I've taught grades one through four for the last, like, eight to ten years. Um, And then I recently sort of last year with COVID kind of just went into this uh, new adventure. Um, I had no idea what was gonna happen with, you know, whether or not teaching was safe. And I'm actually currently teaching a little pod um, of grades one through actually kindergarten. I have a kindergartner and then I'm teaching kids up through fourth grade, um, which is, interesting to say the (laughs) least. Um, But so I got into the business world. I wanted to start my own business. I have been vegan for a good three years now. And, um, you know, I've always loved teaching. Teaching is kind of my number one passion. And I wanted to come up with other ways of potentially setting myself up for, um, not really necessarily retirement because I don't want to think that far ahead, but, (laughs) you know, setting myself up for success and setting myself up for 
um, living the life that I want and not being um, pressured to kind of live within the means of, you know, the public schools. Um, Cause obviously there's a cap there, but I wanted to start a business and I'm now currently starting a business teaching people how to live a plant-based lifestyle because the reality is it is a lifestyle you can't really I guess diet diets are kind of meant to be broken um it's kind of a weird way thing to say but you know diets are meant to be really short and sweet and the goal is obviously to lose weight and then keep it off but obviously that usually doesn't happen because people fall back into their own ways of eating and so where I come in is I teach people sort of to have a strong mindset and to focus on their goals and having a lifestyle where that they can keep it long-term and ultimately forever. Um, the goal obviously is to be completely plant-based and, um, but obviously some, for some people that's really challenging. So basically I just wanna guide people into taking one step at a time, whether it's changing one meal a day, plant-based at first, and then adding, you know, going forward, adding more and more and more. And so that's basically, that's basically it. (laughs) (laughs) That was really awesome. Yeah. Dan has been one of those people who helps shape youth into being as cool as he is. Um, (laughs) And just to becoming good people. And I, I love when he always talks about like the kids and how, uh, loving they are and just like spreading that love, which is really awesome. And yes, the trans transitioning to a plant-based lifestyle is a challenge for so many people. And there's always something like, oh, well, like I, I can't give up this and I can't give up that. And I think Dan has a couple of cool ideas as to how you can you, you maybe look at it differently. And that's where the whole mindset piece comes in, which I think is a huge um, component into really anything that you do is like, especially if it's such a mental challenge to go through it, having a, having a good mindset really makes a big difference. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've tried everything. I mean, I've tried, I've always been pretty fit and pretty healthy, but um, I've tried every single diet. I mean, I've tried cutting calories. I've tried keto. I've tried paleo. I mean, I've tried it all. And, you know, I've done a couple programs here and there and they tell you kind of what to eat. They tell you kind of how to eat, but they don't really focus on the mind. And I mean, the mind is such a powerful, if not the most powerful tool that we have in our arsenal of, of life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where I want to take this is not just teaching people what to eat and how to eat, but essentially how to think about eating and how to think about themselves around eating and how to think about, you know, the grand scheme of things with the planet and the animals. And, you know, there's the whole food plant-based lifestyle has, is like all encompass. Like there's just so much involved. Um, even though it's so simple, I mean, you're Mm -hmm. literally just eating plants. (laughs) Um, and, but, but there's so many other things that you can eat too, you know, legumes, beans, grains, spices. I mean, spices make everything that you eat anyways. I mean, the meat and that you eat is all spiced. I mean, it's, it's, spiced pre, up. it's pretty spiced up. Um, so, so yeah, in short, I basically 
focus on the mind because without that, it's really hard to, to do it. Yeah, I totally agree. And you said you tried like a bunch of other diets before. How did you feel? Um, how did you feel physically in like the paleo, for example, versus like the whole food or the plant-based? So they all, all the diets, they do have good things about them. Um, and they do work. Like for example, the keto diet is, and of course, like, I don't know, I'm not like a spokesperson for all of these diets. Why I might be, I might be saying the wrong thing, but I know that the keto diet is kind of like a quick fix. Like usually people lose weight. The people that I know that I've done the keto diet, they lose weight instantly. Like it's a pretty quick fix, but then they are on it for about a month and then they stop and then they gain the weight back and the vicious cycle. And I think you can feel pretty good when you're doing it, but it's the yo-yoing back and forth between trying different diets that kind of screws you up. I mean, yeah. my digestive system was a mess. Um, you know, it, and I've never since being on a plant-based diet for, you know, so consistently over the last three years, you know, I'd never had really any problems. I'm also never sick. Um, yeah, knock same. On wood. Same. Um, I never get sick. <laughs> and I've always attributed that to teaching. But the funny thing is, is that all the teachers that I know always get sick. They're always sick because the kids are always sick. But I, I never am sick. Like, and I watch, I'm going to get sick tomorrow. No, you're not going to get sick. That, but like, <laughs> I never, I never get the flu. I, and, and I'm totally for like vaccines and getting flu shots and stuff like that even though i'd never get i never get the flu shot because i never get the flu and granted i'm going to get the flu tomorrow but (laughs) um but i'm just you know i've done it for so long and so consistently and i mean like really consistent consistently like i haven't over the last three years i haven't you know before that i would go back and forth i would try it and then i would succumb to like dairy because I loved yeah. cheese that was the problem <laughs> right and cheese is always the problem right and so <laughs> now I don't really have that many problems and nice. I know different foods affect different people yeah. you know differently so I can't say that it it you know works for a hundred percent of the people but at the same time you need to figure out what usually it's one or two ingredients that are upsetting you that you need to kind of figure out what that is. I mean, so luckily yeah. I've, I've kind of figured it out and I hopefully my goal will be to help others figure it out as well. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. How long were you on the other diets for? Like, cause you, you went back and forth with the whole foods or the plant-based foods before the three years of being fully vegan, but before that you tried like paleo, keto, all the stuff, like how fast were you transitioning between them pretty fast I mean I was at that point I was just like a lot of I mean I'm I'm from the United States so like a lot of Americans I was you know very impatient and (laughs) you know I wanted quick fixes like everybody does and I kept seeing the different fads and I kept jumping from fad to fad and I think I might have tried paleo the longest because just because I thought it was the cleanest um, at least I tried to make it the cleanest, but yeah. I still, but how I long still, were you paleo for? Probably like six months was the longest time. Nice. That's that a I really pretty good time. Tried. Yeah. And then that's, it was actually really 
easy, it was easier to transition from paleo to vegan um, than any of the other ones. I, I don't know why, but because I would bounce back and forth and I would always try to be at least vegetarian, um, if not vegan. But yeah, the paleo, I think, uh, oh, I also tried like Whole30 too. Whole30 was a good one because that was pretty clean, like eating, I guess, cleaner ingredients. But yeah, it wasn't until I made the jump and I just went like cold turkey. I'm like, I'm deciding right now that this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I haven't looked back. That's awesome. I feel like sometimes that's, you know, some people like to ease into like any really big life decision. And yeah. some people just have to say cold turkey, like, today's the day I begin and don't turn back. And that's the kind of person I am too. Like where I'm yeah. like, today is the day I made this decision and I'm sticking to this now. Like I'm vegan now, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's happening. Well, well, the thing is, is I was kind of easing myself into it and I realized that that wasn't working. So then I just decided to jump full in and nice. that's what I did. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I, I think that that's a pretty good intro into, into like how we, how you kind of, began the journey and like you know that's that's tough you know especially when you're trying to hook on to something that will work and you just can't find it but then you finally find something mm -hmm. and it's like hallelujah it's like finally yeah. I found my thing and so um i'm gonna move on to the next question dan is sure. there anything else that you want to mention on that topic before we move on um i think i said what i needed to say <laughs> yeah. i'll probably cycle back you know, I'm sure some of the questions will, you know, come back to that, but we'll yeah. keep going. Awesome. All right, Dan. So what gives you purpose and like fills you up, makes you feel the most alive? Hmm. Um, I think just the diet that I'm on and I don't even want to say diet, the lifestyle that I live, which involves not just what I eat, but, you know, working out, um, consistently, uh, teaching, um, and basically just adding all of those little components of the day-to-day -day grind, so to speak, um, is kind of what I'm passionate about. Um, I used to, I'm going to go off on a side tangent, but I used okay. to be really passionate about running and long story short, um, I ran myself into the ground and I had to get a total hip replacement. And so, oh. um, I can't, run anymore. I mean, I, I can run, I just can't. So I, I, I did, I've ran 10 marathons <clears throat> and over 20 half marathons. And so I'm basically no longer able to do that kind of running. Uh, I can go out for little jogs. Um, but the doctor says that, and, and if anybody is in this position, either waiting to get surgery or has knee problems, hip problems, um, this might be something worth listening but um the doctor said that the more active i am the more wear and tear i'm gonna put on the prosthetic um so essentially it's kind of up to me whether or not i want to get a replacement in the next 10 years or in the next like 20 25 years it could potentially last um so i've just been toying with you know what to do and i i've um I still do yoga and I do, you know, fitness training and things like that. And that kind of just keeps my mind fresh. Cause I mean, I just love when I finish a workout, it just, I just feel so good. Um, 
And so that sort of high, that runner's high that I used to have, I have to get in other avenues of working out. So yeah, I would say fitness and health is probably my biggest passion to answer awesome. your question. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really awesome. I love that. And uh, it sucks. Like, it's like your passion was like ripped from you in one way, but you managed to yeah. kind of, you eventually you're like, well, I have to fill it some other way now. Yeah. And it actually happened right before COVID. So I had surgery um, December 23rd. So I was in the hospital for Christmas, December 23rd, 2019. And then three months later, COVID happened. And, you know, I had healed, I had recovered, but then it was like, oh my gosh, like what else is going to happen? And I really had to like have a strong mind. And instead of getting down in the dumps, like, woe was me, this stuff keeps happening to me. And I had to kind of switch gears and just be constantly grateful for my health and what I could do and the joys that the life that my life brings me every day. Um, you know, that just comes back to the mindset. It's just so, it's so powerful. You can go down into a dark place so easily, but you also can lift yourself up out of it just as quickly. Oh, I love that. That's so true. So true. And they're taking away from like the, why is this happening to me? But like life is happening for you kind of instead than not to you. And that like Mm -hmm. each thing that happens to you generally is preparing you for something in the future that's going to come. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I always, I'm so grateful that I had surgery before COVID because there was that window, at least where I live in New England, there was that window from like March to June, July, where they just stopped all surgeries like that. And that would have just prolonged my misery because I was in such pain. So that, I guess that's one thing that I'm thankful for is I've got it out of the way <laughs> nice. before COVID hit. But. Like literally just in time. <laughs> right. Wow. That's crazy. And so Dan, you already kind of went into um, what you are doing and like how you got started. So, so far, what's your favorite thing that you've accomplished with your new venture? Um, like with my recent starting up of my business. Yes. With um, the new business. Yeah. I think it's, it's funny you say that because there isn't like one, I guess making it to this point and still wanting to do it <laughs> after, cause it's hard. I mean, I didn't even know how hard it was. I mean, Miranda and I went through this course yeah. um, last summer and which was three months of craziness. And, and I didn't think, crazy. I didn't think I was going to get through that. And then yeah. I kind of switched gears because it taught us a lot about business and marketing skills, but not necessarily how to fully 100% apply it. I had to, we kind of had to relearn how to like do that. And so I guess my biggest um, accomplishment is just right now I'm still doing it. I still have passion for it because it's been so tough. Um, And, you know, building websites and, you know, writing emails and making, you know, funnels and things like that. Like, it just like, there's so much that goes into a business. And I didn't really realize it because, you know, it's not like a typical brick and mortar where you have like a store and you sell product. I mean, that's not really what I'm doing. I'm selling a service. I'm selling my time. I'm selling my knowledge. But like, there's a lot of sort of automations and, you know, just daily working at it, you know, because I work full time. I teach 
And then I do all of this on the side. And so I'm just very, very busy, but at least it's doing something. I'm always doing something that I love. Like there's never really a time where I'm hating, you know, I'm hating my life. I mean, it's, of course it's hard, like, you know, getting stuck and not knowing how to do certain things and hitting roadblocks. Like it sucks. It really sucks. But at the same time, like, I know that my ultimate goal is going to be reached, you know, the more I push through these walls and the more I, you know, just constantly try to think positively and leaning on support from mentors and friends and things like that. So it's all worth it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the biggest accomplishment is that you're still here and you're still right. enjoying it. I'm, <laughs> like, still that's standing. Huge. I'm still standing. I'm still enjoying it. You know, I'm still smiling. Like, yeah, I'm still happy to come on to this podcast and talk about it. Like, yeah. You know? I know, you still light up every time with the same energy. Every time you yeah. talk about it, you still bring the same excitement and, and it, and it's a contagious energy. Like I can literally feel like I'm literally like, I get excited with you when you start talking about it. Like that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. You well, know? I mean, I believe, I truly believe that life, it, it's not worth not struggling. I mean, because the struggles make your successes that much better and that much more like so exciting. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, years and years ago when I was running these marathons, <clears throat> like going through the training sucked, but I knew that like going across that finish line was going to be just the biggest relief of my life and the biggest excitement of my life. And I'm bringing that same sportsmanship and drive in that area of my life that is essentially closed, unfortunately, to this new area. So you can totally take completely different scenarios uh, from your life and transition it to other parts, you know, like one door closes and another opens is the saying, you know, the saying goes. So sure. Yeah. And it's kind of like you either have to sit and live with the pain of not doing something Mm -hmm. or just the pain of going through and doing it. Right. You know, because regardless, it's going to be there. You don't want to have any regrets. You don't want to have any regrets. So might as well just, you know, life's too short. It is. So Dan, I know a lot of people have like that feeling where they just kind of feel like a lack of purpose or like maybe they're watching other people pursue things and they feel like they're not pursuing things. So um, what would you suggest to somebody to help them find their passion or like the right thing for them? So that's a really good question. Um, Well, first of all, I guess there's two scenarios. I mean, one, like most people have passions, right? I mean, I've, I've come across a couple people who just, for some reason, they don't really have any passions and it's, it's kind of weird picking their brain like, okay, well, what do you enjoy? Um, What excites you? and nothing right so there's either there's that and then there's you know you already have a passion or two so I guess if you already have a passion then you need to find maybe find ways of channeling that into like a career or a job that's going to you know help support you so you you want to end up the end the ending goal is to do something that you love right and not getting into that like nine to five grind, not that a nine to five is anything wrong with that, but 
getting into something that is just monotonous and boring and you don't, you don't want to get into that. So you have to kind of figure out what you could do potentially that you love and make a career out of it. Um, if you have absolutely no passions, which is still boggles my mind, but it, ha it happens. I've run into people that that happens. So I, some, some strategies that I think I would do is one, what do you like watching? Like, who do you look up to? It could be f a fictional character. It could be a real world character. What do you look, who do you look up to? And if you have like a favorite show or a favorite movie, what are the characteristics of that person that you love about them that makes you want to watch the show or makes you want to watch that character or makes you want to idolize, you know, a role model and then do whatever they're doing. Maybe, I mean, not, maybe not specifically what they're doing, if, especially if it's like fiction, like a fictional yeah. character. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, like, like Spider-Man, like jumping but, off walls. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you have to like emulate the characteristics and the traits that they have and sort of transfer it into something. And whatever that something is, I don't know. That's you. That's the work that you have to do. But I guess, you know, if you don't enjoy doing anything, you have to like find ways to sort of broaden your mind and come up with something. And that for me, I feel like that's my number one go-to is like, what do you, everybody watches TV, almost, almost everybody. Everybody has, I think some person that they look up to, <clears throat> whether it's a parent or a fam another family member or, um, you know, a sports, somebody in sports or a musician or somebody, you have to look up to them and figure out like what makes them tick, like what personality traits makes them who they are and then try to figure that out. I don't know if that, that's <laughs> helpful or not, but that's good. It's kind of, I've, we must listen to, we must have listened to the same podcast or something. Cause I feel maybe. like I had something like that too. Um, and I used it and I did the same thing where I would kind of look at people in my life and shows that I would watch. And I'd look at the people that I, I liked, you know, like, Oh, I was like, well, I like the show because of this one character. And I was like, well, what is it about that character that I like? Is it the way that they identify and show up? Or is it the way that other people respond to them? And like, how can I emulate that? Mm -hmm. Or, um, or like, what is like, why do I like that? You know, just asking yourself simply why. And then I would just kind of walk around and look around and say like, what stands out to me? Like in just the scenery, and like the type of people that I see, like who stands out and what stands out. And then you ask yourself why, you know, like mm -hmm. try, to, try to cross check it with your own, uh, like skills right and you're like okay well I can do that <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna take baby steps I mean let's say you have you're working at a job and you hate it but again I'm coming back to the mindset aspect of it if you put that much effort into what you're doing as much as you know your idol or somebody you look up to does and puts into their career then it's your mind is going to start to trick itself and you're gonna start to have more success. You're gonna start having a better time with it. Um, it it's, it's just gonna happen. Like awesome. I know when, for example, when COVID hit, 
I know I'm not the only one that had a tough time. I mean, yeah. millions of people did. Um, but at the same time, like every single day, I thought to myself, like, I'm not sick. I don't know anybody so far that's sick. Like, everything's fine. You know, I'm on, you just have to like say positive affirmations and declarations. Like, I am this. I am strong. I am generous. I am a good friend. Like, I am whatever it is that you want to be, whether you are or not. Because again, your mind is going to start to trick yourself. Yeah. And you want to be, you want to start aspiring to be what you aren't, if that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah. Let's like, let's say, for example, you want to be president someday. You say, I am like, I am a president or that's kind of a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> like I you, am the CEO of a company. Yes. Yes. Like I'm a business owner. I keep saying that like every day. I'm like, yeah. I own a plant-based coaching program. Like, yeah. And just say it, say it and then emulate it. And right. like all the skills that you think the best, like plant-based coach and like business owner would have, you have those things. Yes. You embody all of those things every day. You show up as that. Yeah. The way, the like, way you talk, the way you email, the way mm -hmm. you, you know, the way you come on the podcast. <laughs> and, you know, and I think, what is it? Um, I thought I read somewhere that it takes takes a good like 21 days to form some really positive habits um, to, or to just change your mode of thinking and if you do something for 21 days straight you're gonna automatically it's gonna become more automatic you're not gonna be thinking about it as much and then you're gonna keep on doing it more and more and more um, so it really is really really is powerful and that's actually one of the things that I mentioned in my course um, <clears throat> in my program is we go over habits we go over like really main components of habit forming things in the mindset, in the diet. I keep saying diet, even though I shouldn't, <laughs> the lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so it just, you know, habits are really, really important. Habits are huge. Yeah. I think, um, I think I break my habit making into 21 day sections mm. or 23, 22, 22 day sections. So 22, 22, 22. And I say the 20, first 22 days are like the hardest part. It's breaking the old habit and kind of forming yeah. the new one. And then the next 22 days, it's kind of like the really like messy part where it's kind of like, oh, this is like kind of weird. Like it doesn't feel right. I feel like I, feel like I have a void in me because I'm like half with old me and half this new me. And then the last 22 days, it's like solidifying it. And I'm like, I'm finally getting into this. Like now I feel like I'm actually becoming it. And then I feel like after those 66 days, and I'm not going to lie to you, I got that from a book I read, but, <laughs> but like that stuck with me. I was like, it is kind of like that. It's like, but the first 22 days, once you like the first, like 21, 22 days, like that's breaking the old habit mm -hmm. and like really allowing your brain to just form a new habit it's like all right now we're really good kicking into gear and it's gonna get weird now <laughs> but like it's happening we, we made it this far yeah yeah it totally works i mean it's it's pretty scientific when you dive in and read more specifically about it it's it's really fascinating it is it is super scientific the the power of habits i just finished atomic habits and it was mm. very great very great. Like he talks about, he doesn't say that. 
um, like the, the 22, 22, 22, but he does talk about it being uh, a mess. And, but it gives you yeah. tricks and tips into how to do it, which so it's a good book. And I would recommend um, Atomic Habits. I've definitely heard of it. And I definitely, it's definitely on, I have a long list of books. That I know we do. It's, it's crazy. I have so <laughs> many books like around me now. And I'm like, I'm going to get to that one. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny too, in, in breaking it down into the science as far, especially with um, food, you know, your taste buds definitely change. I mean, I, I hated everything. Like I was such a picky eater. <laughs> I hated mushrooms. I hated peppers. I hated onions. I hated garlic. I hated like when I was younger, I hated like everything that was healthy. And now I barely go a meal without cooking with onions and mushrooms and, you know, all the cool spices. And it's like, unbelievable. That's awesome. That's like yeah. me. I, I didn't like peppers or tomatoes mm, or same like you know it was weird I was and then I was like how am I gonna go be now it turns out I eat peppers like almost every meal I swear yeah yeah it's crazy it's kind of nice though when you look back on it you're like I'm glad that I dove down this avenue turns out yellow yeah. peppers are delicious mm-hmm. <laughs> and onions you can mask you can mask the flavor of onions so easily but it just changes the entire profile of the meal like if you the longer you cook them like the sweeter they get and the more mm. caramelized they get. And then it like just kind of incorporates into the dish and completely changes the flavor. It does. So it's if nice. you hate onions or mushrooms, then I recommend just slowly starting to incorporate them, cook them down, cook them for a long time. It changes the flavor. And for me, like it was also consistency. Like I really hated like the mushiness of like the onions, I mean, and the mushrooms, but I, learn to kind of deal with it and then I learned to really love it so that's awesome yeah that is super awesome um so then when you uh when you think about somebody starting like a new journey say that they really want to start something what would you recommend they do to deal with any limiting beliefs they have and to like kind of kick start that action well Earlier, I brought up positive affirmations and sort of declarations. <clears throat> That's a big part of it. Obviously, like start your day off only thinking positively, only having gratitude for what you already have. And then that's just going to kind of launch you into, you know, the hard stuff, um, which is those lim limiting beliefs, those voices in your head telling you that you're not good enough or telling you that you can't do something. If you already, if you start your day off, being grateful for what you have and having those positive affirmations <clears throat> right from the get-go, it's, it's only going to make things easier. Um, and I think, like I said before, also challenges are good. Like embrace, embrace not being able to succeed the first few times or the first hundred times. I mean, I mean, there's things that I haven't yet have succeeded that I've tried so many times and that I'm eventually going to get, I know I'm eventually going to get it, <clears throat> but just not right now. It's just not yeah. the time. Oh, man. So like, just know that the harder and the more you work at it, it's going to eventually come. And if it's not coming, then think of ways to do it differently. Maybe the one avenue you're trying isn't working and try something else. Try asking for feedback, questions. Yeah. You know. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes just asking other people like, 
And maybe mm-hmm. the, maybe somebody has the answer for you and you had, and you just had to ask. Yeah. I think it. people, people are stubborn and people don't want to ask for help. Um, but it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. Like it's not, yeah, you know, it's, it's what it's everybody else. The greatest, the, the greatest millionaires and billionaires and the greatest business people did not get there alone. No. They had help. They had mentors. They had good team. They had help. Yep. It's huge. It's a big thing. And, and like, I even think um, just talking to people, like having somebody who like Dan and I, like we have a group of people we can talk to who have like a similar mindset. Right. So surrounding yourself with people who might have the answers maybe talking to your, your already, your friend group, isn't the right group of people to ask if you're trying to say, start a business or a course or like some sort of podcast. Like if you're trying to start something, maybe you're asking the wrong people and that's why you're not moving forward too. Right. So maybe just like surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do. And, um, like Dan said too, like find a mentor, which could literally just be somebody who's one step ahead of you, who's already doing right. the thing that you want to do. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. And so, um, when you think about yourself 10 years ago, um, what would you, what would you tell them 10, 10 year ago, Dan? Um, I would basically say no matter what happens, don't give up. Nice. Like that's, I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't think of like anything more inspiring or more poignant than that. I mean, it's very basic. I feel like and it's very cliche, but honestly, like no matter what obstacles are put in front of you, keep at it because you're going to get it. Yeah. You know, like, and I would have told, I would have probably warned myself that I was going to have a hip replacement <laughs> and that was, that kind of sucked, but I got through it. I, I had a complete full recovery. Um, Again, like I can't run the same, but I can run and I can walk and I can touch my toes and I can do downward facing dog and (laughs) I can lift weights and jog in place and walk a mile without getting fatigued. Like all the stuff that I took for granted two years ago when I was in such pain, like just never give up. Awesome. It could always be better, but it could always be way worse. Yes. And that's where your gratitude comes in. Right. I do every morning. I write down, I, I used to, so when I wrote, when I read um, bu- the, the, the book, magic. The Magic, um, I was pretty religious with writing down like tons and tons of things that I was break, uh, that I was grateful for. Now I've, I dwindle it down just for time's sake. I, I, every morning I write down five things that I'm grateful for. And that pretty much does the trick. Um, but every day, that's one of my habits. It's one of my routines. I always, I get up and I do my morning routine. And before I head out the door, I have already written down five things that I'm grateful for. And it can be like the easiest stuff, like I'm grateful for my mom or I'm grateful for the glass of water that's by my bed that I have every single morning. Like, you know, it's so, you don't have to like be grateful for like the craziest things. It's just like, there's people in third world countries that don't have nearly the resources that we have um, or wherever you are, I'm sure. So just be grateful for, for the littlest things. And it like fills, it fills you up. That's awesome. I really like that. Yeah. Just 
be grateful for where you're at. And if you really believe in something and you really want something, just don't stop. Just keep going. The hurdles right. will be there. The mm -hmm. negative self-talk will be there. The naysayers will be there. But if you really want something, then just don't stop. It's all inevitable. It's challenges are inevitable. Like failure is inevitable. So why worry about it? Like, yeah, it's you just gotta, you just gotta try to jump over it when it happens. Like it's going to surprise you, but that's okay. <laughs> it's it's going to happen whether you like it or not. So just embrace the moment right now where you're just chilling. And if you're having a hard time right now, remember that good times are coming. Yeah. Like it just comes, it's like a wave. It's like good. And then bad. It's like, right. Be ready for that. And just keep going no matter what. Just remember why you woke up to do it in the first place. Just always mm -hmm. come back to why you started with it. Your why. Yeah. Every That's day. Every day. It, yeah. You have those. Like, why I am I doing this? It's why? causing me pain. <laughs> like, oh, that's right. And then the payoff will be worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so awesome. Dan, what is one thing that you wish was never invented? I don't know if I actually have one thing that I wish was never invented because I feel like, so here piggybacking off of failures and regrets, like everything that's been invented, it might not be the best thing, but someone has learned from a failed invention, like one way or another. Like, so I feel like, a, I don't know. I don't think I don't wish some, something wasn't invented. I mean, Every now and then I think, oh my gosh, technology is just the worst. Like Facebook is just the worst, but no, like it's, they're all here to stay. Technology is here to stay. Facebook's pretty much here to stay. You know, it, yeah, that, I, so no, to answer your question, I don't wish that anything was not invented. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a great reason why too. That's what about like, you? Do, you? do you have something that you wish that wasn't never invented? Yes, sugar. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Because I think that it's cause it's like literally the fuel for every bad thing that ever happens in our bodies. Yeah. It's it a drug. Feeds off, it's it's a worse drug. than a drug. It's worse. It feeds and it causes most of the diseases that we see now that are yep. fueling that are, you know, both mental and physical and like, like, yeah, it's just, I think sugar was like, it's delicious and great, but it's also just like really 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 bad yep so sugar that's is a, mine that's a good one <laughs> yeah okay if you could create one law what law would that be so stop all factory farming nice that's a good one that's yeah. beneficial for all parties if you want to, like, I mean, I'm not against the people who like do want to go to the farm, like a local farm to get right. your eggs, whatever, like ethically, but farms hard. No. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. Dan, where can the peeps find you? If you have any, uh, anything else you want to talk about with your course now, the stage is yours to talk about the course and anything that may come with it. Okay. Um, so you can find me, let me actually, let me get, I wrote some of this stuff down so I wouldn't forget my own, <laughs> my own websites, but, um, so you can find me at, um, Daniel So that's D A N I E L R P R I O R. 
Facebook.com. That is my main website. Um, and it has the website. If you scroll down, it has a whole bunch of links. Um, there is a um, guide. You can have a free guide. If you go to danielrprior.com slash guide, um, and it's a free guide. It gives, I gives you um, kind of a breakdown of five top ingredients that I use on a plant-based diet. Um, it also gives some um, mindfulness advice um, and some recipes. Using those five ingredients, I have like recipes that incorporate all of those. So for example, um, I talk about like chickpeas and tofu and oats and just like main staples that are vegan, but most people eat, like most people eat oatmeal, I would guess most people, you know, chickpeas are pretty common. Um, so there's that. <clears throat> um, and so, yeah, I, I don't want to give people too much um, unless you have show notes. Um, I can include some show notes. And yeah, so like that's a, so it's danielrprior.com forward slash guide. Guide. And then you and get a free guide. Yeah, a free guide. It's free. It's and free. It, it's, it's, it incorporates a lot of the same stuff that I have in my course, my paid course um, that people pay for. Um, and obviously, if you like the guide, you can, I guess you can email me um, info at danielrprior.com. So it's just like my website, but, but with info at. Awesome. Yeah. So you can reach yeah. out to Dan. If you're somebody who's looking to go plant-based or have been considering going vegan, Dan is a great person to go to for that. He is the go-to guy for like transitioning, beginning the process. Cause it's daunting. It's confusing. You want to make sure you're getting all your nutrients. You want to make sure you're healthy when you do it and that it's enjoyable mm -hmm. and um, getting that mindset behind it. So Dan will be the guy who helps you do that. So absolutely. That's really awesome. And um, yeah, so check out his website, danielrprior.com and you get your free guide there and you can download that and check out those free uh, recipes. That'll be yeah. pretty cool. And any social media? Uh, I'm on Facebook um, and Instagram. <clears throat> so the last time I tried so it's, it's basically facebook.com uh, forward slash Dan Pryor profile. That, but the last time I tried to check, it didn't like work. But um, I'm, I think I'm very easily found. Like if you search for me, like- I'll include it in the notes as well. Oh, okay. And then it's drpryor13. <laughs> I need to like make my, my uh, <laughs> some of my stuff a little bit more uh, congruent, but- um, that's good. That's good. And he posts some really delicious looking food. I yeah. warn you now it is very delicious looking and yeah. it's exciting. And like, just so you know, oatmeal is scrumptious when you allow it to be. Oh my gosh. Oatmeal <laughs> is the best. Like I, it's like a blank canvas, like oats, oats in general are kind of boring. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's what you put in it and it's what it's like, how you make it, how you cook it also makes the difference, whether it's, you know, in the microwave versus like simmering it on the stove for 15 minutes in plant-based milk and not yeah. just water. Oh, 
like and then adding all your toppings like I have this like salted caramel maca protein powder that oh. I put in I have this like gingerbread gingerbread pumpkin protein powder that I put in there add some like blueberries some flaxseed some maple syrup um if you want a little bit of a sweetener damn like it, or sometimes I'll make a savory one with like sweet potato like a sweet potato or a butternut squash oatmeal oh. so it's more of like a like a dinner like a savory dinner all right it's just food food's the best food, food can is be the, the best, best. Oh, it can really be so good. healthy it can taste like candy and be so healthy for you it's awesome yeah that's the the power of some vegetables is ridiculous like zucchini brownies, sweet potato brownies, black bean brownies. Like you can, you can do a lot of things. Yeah. And Dan, and Dan can show you the way. I um, can. How to I do those things. Tricks. He you does. He teaches hats. me things. <laughs> oh, and for sweetener, also for sweetener too, if you don't want to use maple syrup, um, you can soak dates in boiling water for like five minutes and then blend them up. And it turns into this really creamy puree and dates obviously are naturally sweet. And it's like a great sugar replacement. Awesome. That is perfect. Actual, that goes onto my law. It's actual food. It's like <laughs> actual food. It's not like granular, like, you know, there's all these like monk fruit sugars and stevia mm-hmm. and there's all those kind of better Added. for you, I guess. Yeah. But date, dates are like actual food that you can actually blend into your food. And it's not just like this granular weird stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, that's really cool. That's a great idea. So you just boil yeah. the dates in water. That's also in my my course, that oh. one little hack. So you guys are getting some freebies. <laughs> getting some freebie hacks. Yeah. And like, I'm very glad that you shared them because people are going to be like, damn, what else does he know? Well, you're going to have to go and check it out to find out what you're else Dan knows. And email me from, if, if the website is at all confusing, just email me info at danielrprior.com. Um, message me with any question you have. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Um, I love answering emails. It's like one of my favorite things is just giving out the knowledge that I know to people. That's why I'm a teacher. And that's why I'm now embarking on this new coaching lifestyle. So I'm super excited to have the Doozy Days fans come over to my website. Awesome. That is really awesome. I'm glad that you came by and helped because I'm, I'm an advocate for going vegan as well. So, um, if you, I, I, I would suggest going over to Dan because he's the man for that. And, um, I, if you guys liked what Dan has to say and you want more, then let me know. Maybe we'll bring Dan back one time and we'll do another one later on and, uh, we'll get maybe some extra secret tips. I'd love to. I'd That'd love be really to. Awesome. Because this was great. I had a great time. Same. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, Dan, we're going to end this one off right now. Uh, thank you for coming by and yeah. Say goodbye to the doozy days peeps. Thanks for having me guys. Thanks. Doozy days peeps. <laughs>